So we've been trying to do this episode for some time, haven't we, Dave? Some, sometime, sometimes, sometime. Yeah, it's it, it's been a tricky time. So it was going to be just before Christmas, a Christmas. It's going to be a Christmas episode. Yeah, with yeah. a Christmas song and all these things we talked about. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and then it was going to be a New Year's episode, wasn't well, it? Well, it was going to be that bit in between, we said, didn't we? The gooch of yeah. Christmas, New Year. So something ready for the New Year. Mm. Now we're in the New Year. We are, quite firmly, a week in, really. Yeah, but things have happened. Things happen. This That's called life. Many things have got in the way, as they often do, of, so of our recording day. Don't have a go at us, because, you know, these things, anything could happen to you to make you not commit to your commitments. Yeah, things such as these. We wrote down all the things that got in the way. Uh, everything we? that happened over the Christmas and New Year period. Yeah, do you want to start off yeah so well first of all my car broke down right right secondly my cat ate a spoon my bum hurts <laughs> still does uh the kitchen has cancer nasty yeah. a turtle bit my willy really yeah on the end the toilet gave my wife's sister's boyfriend aids oh that's yeah. not what you want my lunchbox smells yeah pele died the front door is sad all very legit reasons. So any all... of those apply. So if it, yeah. hopefully though one of those will work for you. Yeah, you insert the one that you exactly. You yeah, want, just pick basically. one. Yeah. But that's that. That's our lives. Why are we putting it on them? We haven't recorded this podcast. No, that's true. Them, anyway, that, them listeners. That's what hap- that's our lives. Not I mean separate lives as well. We're not cohabiting. Habitual. We're co-friends. Is that a co-friends? Thing? Co-friends. <laughs> so, no, does that mean you're friends of someone else? Could be. Could be. But you're, does like being a co-pilot mean you're a, a pilot of someone else? You're just with a pilot. You're so yeah, them, co-friends yeah. mean um, I'm a friend of my friend. Coco. Coco. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have been in the... Oh, nice. Put it on silent. Hello? <laughs> I have... Not now, I'm recording. <laughs> There's another reason I'm not gonna, to do an episode. We'll edit that out later. Oh, we always do. Yeah. Always, yeah. So I've been uh, writing jokes, as you know, recently. And yeah, I know. You, were you for yourself first of all, and then now for other you branching out, aren't you? Well, I, I was. Uh, no, well, not for me. I, w- I was writing them for your tour, wasn't I? Oh, right. Your stand-up it was show. for me. Yeah, yes. Your stand-up tour. Yes. What's, now it, I what's it called again? Your stand-up tour. Uh, here are some jokes that Joe wrote. <laughs> That's good. And I'll just sit on the side of the stage, just looking at you while you tell them. Yeah, and yeah. then I'll, when they get around the applause, you just stand up and bow. Yeah, every but time. But don't speak. Right, no, 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 I don't get to say a word. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, I'll just deal with all the pre and the post. You Listen, just it's do very, the they'd love that down at the fringe. Oh, that it's is very modern. It's quite arty, actually. It isn't is it? a bit, yeah, yeah, sort of artistic. Maybe I could dress up like a Victorian gentleman as well with a little tash and a top hat. And the, you could, and suit. yeah. Well, yeah. that's just what you normally wear. Yeah, so I could go as me then. Just go as you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like it, yeah. So I've been writing these jokes and they've all started with the um, preface. My father used to say. Ah, uh, yes. Haven't they? Yes. These are good. I like these because he does say some things. Oh, yeah. I'd like to preface this joke that involves a preface with the preface that uh, my father didn't say any of these things. It's just a thing. No, isn't he it? didn't speak to you. So, yeah. Sorry. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> and if he listens, it, uh, just ignore everything. He uh, only listens to my part. He listens and he has a mute button. Yeah, he and just every time you mute. speak, yeah, that's right. He presses it. <laughs> <laughs> so my father used to say, "These ones, Dave, are different. I've taken a different approach. Right? They're less standard jokes or based on idioms. They're just, um, I guess you could call them like Carl Pilkingtonisms. Oh, okay. The kind of things that someone might say that doesn't make any sense, but you kind of people get away with it all the time. Yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> We've we've got hours of it, mate. Hours of it, mate. So here's here's the first one. My father used to say, if you stand up at the wrong time, you might fall over. 
<laughs> well, that is. I mean, there's a. Yeah, but if you start too quickly, maybe. Well, yeah, which is the wrong time. Do you know what I mean? So it could. They're they're sort of nonsensical, but you can. Uh, yeah. You know, appreciate them in some way. Yeah. If you've drunk too much and you stand up suddenly, goodbye. It's the wrong time. <laughs> it's the wrong time. <laughs> My father always used to say, "If you turn left long enough, you end up going right." No, I don't think you do. No, I, don't I think, think you, you do. just go round and round. <laughs> <laughs> My father always used to say, "Sometimes eating food makes you more hungry." <laughs> do people do say that yeah, yeah. stupid things like do you that. know you ever have a chinese and all of a sudden you're like an hour later you really start you're no you just haven't eaten enough yeah my father always used to say a difficult decision sometimes requires a difficult person <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's logic there somewhere i think so yeah so it's a lot of them when i was having fun with these is just substituting one word out like a mm. like a difficult I don't know, a difficult moment or something. No, just mm. substitute it with the word person. And <laughs> okay. it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, one more. One more for me. My father always used to say, when times get tough, smooth things over with some cooking oil. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would make anything smooth. Can do, yeah. 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 Good for a massage. Cooking, not cooking oil. Olive oil. Olive. Baby oil. Would you, the olive oil massage? That's a very expensive massage, that. Yeah. Extra virgin? Meh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this episode, tell us what, what we're doing this episode. Well, this is, uh, we should say that shortly this will be the last time of this season that we play the theme tune because this is the last episode. We did mention this, I think, before, so it's not coming as a shock to anyone, I don't think. This is the last episode yeah. of season slash series two. Ah. Um, so uh, we'll do our best Enjoy it. <laughs> and uh, here we go. <laughs> Round the back. Oh Round the back. Football nonsense at last with Joe and Dave. As you were doing that, though, I could just see the, the panic setting in towards you saying, oh, here we go. Yeah, I felt like a uh, children's TV presenter on live TV. You didn't look like moment. one. Didn't I? No, not at all. Oh, no. I'll take that as a compliment. It's mainly because you're wearing dirty work clubber. That's that why. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do they yeah, turn yeah. up with like, you know, sort of, I don't know, sort of tough wearing work gear, clothes perhaps, covered in bits of paint and plaster? Perhaps they should. The amount of gunging that goes on in these shows. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, perhaps they should yeah, wear no, work mate. wear. <laughs> Some sturdy braces. Oh, you're not wrong there, son, are you? <laughs> sturdy braces. Yeah. Like the good old days of no, I don't, children's I, I, shows. I, I'm not a fan of flimsy braces. No. Yeah, I like sturdy. A sturdy brace. If you wore break when you wear braces, sorry, do you like do you have them going up over the shoulder and down as two separate uh, um, s- straps, or would you like them coming down into a V and then one strap above the buttocks? Can I admit something? <laughs> Can I admit something to you? Yeah, and I hope you echo this. I've never worn them. Haven't you not? I don't think I've ever worn them. Oh, I have. Yeah. I was maybe dressed up in them as a child because you don't choose what you wear as a child. But I've never worn them. I have worn them. Yeah, I have. Yeah, several what, times. What was your experience like? Um. Uh, well, I haven't worn them a lot since. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's no need for them nowadays. Not really. I just buy we have trousers that fit. Belts, proper waists, elasticated stuff. Yeah. You don't need them. Yeah. Yeah. Although it's struggled. Like to... people used to wear <laughs> little ones yeah. for your socks. I know. Yeah. What is that all about? Oh, what li- is that? Look cool though. Hmm. With those little shoes with the little white bits that slipped over as so well. So tell me how they work then. You do, oh, The sock ones. The sock 
straps. Yeah. yeah. You'd have this like thing tied around your leg higher above that would be the anchor that would hold no, them up. No, I think it goes right up to the th- up to the thigh, doesn't it? And ties I guess that's kind of what I mean. T- to the ties and then that that in itself is just t- to hold up your socks. <laughs> this big complicated mechanism. Like so, so uh, have you seen Wild Wild West with Will Smith? Yeah. Like the big monster. Unfortunately, yeah. Like yes. some, <laughs> so, yeah, like some weird fucking like mechanical thing on your legs. Yeah. What? And then some folks are going, I've got something for that. I've got this elastic. Just put that in the socks. Why would I do that? Oh, yeah, look, at, look at this. Look at this elaborate <laughs> only thing takes I'm wearing. Me an hour and a half to put on. <laughs> yeah, I only need one helper to put this on in the morning. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. No, I've not worn them since. But uh, how do we get onto braces? You did it, mate. I did it. You should take responsibility. So I think we should. What, no, I, and I, twice. I was just going to say uh, to everyone, welcome to the last episode of season two. Yeah, yeah. Um, and not oh, the last episode. Well, we, ha- we haven't discussed. Uh, did you have a good Christmas and New Year? It was fine. Good. And you? Very nice. News? News, please. Here's this week's headlines with me, Harry. And me, Megan. Blind woman falls down a well and calls the police. Police break into gallery to rescue unconscious woman who turns out to be a mannequin. (laughs) Animals blamed for climate change, says Daily Mail. Man called Graham calls for more baby Grahams to stop extinction of Graham. <laughs> That's come back. We, have, we covered something similar before. Sink thrown out of aeroplane lands in reservoir and kills a fish. Man who... I can't see he's written down. Uh, man who ate 124 kebabs in a month said it hurt him physically and psychologically. It would. It would. And that, that clearly, that's a very important piece of scientific evidence, though. Yeah. Yeah, don't do it. 124 kebabs in one month. How many meals do you have in a month? Uh, three times 30, say? Yeah, 90. Relatively good calculation. 90. 90 meals. So at some point he was having four a day. <laughs> That's maybe one really late at night. <laughs> yeah. That's not good for you either. What so time is it that you're not supposed to... Physically or psychologically. What time is it they say you're not supposed to eat past? Uh, What, Four. Four a.m. <laughs> or p.m. What do you mean? What do you want? In the evening, is it eight no, or nine o'clock? Yeah, it's, it's, like it's not good to digest while you're sleeping. Of course, right? it's not. Of course, it's not. That's basic knowledge would, of biology. Would you like to news first? Yeah, actually, I've got something uh, quite topical for this podcast. It's football and World Cup related. I know the World Cup's happened. We'll talk about that later. Sick. But everyone's talked about it, but Sick. we haven't yet, so we're going to talk about it. But Sick. This, this is from the Sky News. Yeah. So you know. Hmm, reputable. Just, well, I'm just saying. No, I don't say reputable. I'm just saying. You're just saying. Sky, Sky, News. Sky News. Firm left with 18,000 England World Cup winners T-shirts after gamble backfires. <laughs> it's a big gamble. It's a big gamble. But I guess you've got to get them in advance because you're not going to get get them printed and out on the shop shelves in time if no. we win, are you? No. And that, uh, yeah, well, exactly. You've yeah. got to be the first one to get them in shop, haven't you? So yeah. they fly off shelf. I like, always Woo! think, like in finals of like football, mainly football, they're the only sport that really do it. When they all come out in their t shirts saying Champions 2010 or whatever, they do, all must have had them a long but time ago. Both before teams that. had them ready. Yeah. There's like some like, like a really sad man just packing all the t shirts away. Like, oh, what uh, a waste as well. But you can see why they have to. 
They yeah. have to do it. Well, they don't have to. They don't have to wear t- We know they've won. Oh, which which team has won? I wouldn't know if it wasn't for them wearing the T-shirts that tell me. Yeah, how do you tell the two teams oh, apart? I don't I mean, know. One looks l- really happy. One looks really sad. It must be the happy ones. Yeah, they're both wearing sports kits. There's no way I can tell which team's which. Mm. One have got a trophy. One haven't. But uh, uh. that could mean maybe they borrowed it for a photo opportunity. Exactly. <laughs> Happens all the time. The losing team borrowing the trophy. <laughs> yeah. Take a picture of me. I've got the can trophy. Can we just take a picture of how we would have looked? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A businessman has been left with 18,000 useless T-shirts, which wrongly herald England as World Cup champions. Football fan Carl Baxter, Carl with a K, was so convinced <laughs> the three Lions were going to return home from Qatar as winners that he had the tops printed ahead of the quarterfinals. I mean, between the semis and the World Cup final was around a week. You can reel those out. So he was yeah. way ahead of time here. Yeah. Unnecessarily so. Uh, sprawled across the back of the shirts are the slogans England Cup Winners 2022. England Cup Winners. <laughs> well, no. no one's going to buy them anyway. Uh, it's finally home and the day it came home. They're, they're rubbish. <laughs> you wouldn't buy them England anyway. England Cup Winners. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> no. The Milk Cup. It could no. be anything. But the gamble didn't pay off with Gareth Southgate side losing 2-1. Yes, we know, we know, we know. Harry Kane missed a penalty. Yeah, we know, we know, we know. <laughs> We had, uh, he says, we had a load of blank football shirts that we bought a couple of years ago. So these are like the England home shirts. And then they printed over those. Yeah. I see. Uh, which we had not done a great deal with. So I decided to take a, well, they bought them to sell, surely. So I decided to take a gamble on the crest of the wave of England were riding and get some shirts printed in anticipation of success. Mr. Baxter, Baxter 46 told Sky News. In a message to customers on the website, Mr. Baxter wrote, we have reduced the price of these unique items <laughs> by 95%. <laughs> as we certainly won't be getting any more. So wear it with pride, add it to your collection, use it to clean the windows. We don't know. <laughs> so there, you know, they're, they're making a joke. If I received a shirt, even if we won the World Cup, if I received a, uh, a shirt, let's say, as a gift that said yeah. England Cup Winners 2022, I would fucking use it to clean the windows. It's terrible. Cup yeah. winners. And you could wear it about smugly. And when someone comes up to you and say, ah, England didn't win the World Cup, go, doesn't say World Cup, does it, mate? Yeah. So, ah. That's right. Doesn't even say what sport, actually. Yeah. And they go, well, what cup is it then? And go, oh, well, if you don't know, I'm not going to waste my time telling you. Yeah. See you later. And you've got the moral high ground then, haven't you? Yeah. Walk and up with your head held just high. Just put a jacket over it or something. Yeah. Or you could just like flick your hair back over your shoulder and swing, sling your coat over your shoulder as well yeah. and just walk off all sassy. And if you don't have a lot of hair, get your friend's hair, sling that over your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't, you know, take, you don't all, have of, a friend. take his, all of his skin while you're at it and wear that. <laughs> yeah. Just then. Yeah. And then definitely no one will come and bother you about that t shirt. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Got you. Who's the winner now? Yeah. Your face. Not his face. He ain't got one. No, I'm wearing it. It's here. Yeah. <laughs> um, the father of three added that, important to know, added that while the cost of making the shirts wasn't too expensive and he al- already has sold a few, there are still some more to get rid of. Ask <laughs> if he had a message for England fans. <laughs> Mr. Baxter simply replied, there's always the Euros. Yeah, but you, those shirts aren't relevant no. for the Euros, are they? Is well, that why you got cup winner? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> The shirts were due to retail for £29.99, but are now being sold for £9.99. That's still about £9.98 too expensive for a cut-up shirt that makes no sense. You'd only want to pay tuppence for them. It's single punts. How do you... Uh, un, ein punts? One punts? Just one, yeah. 
<laughs> no, but you don't say one. Oh, what's the English? No, 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 no hold on. You don't say one, tuppence, three, four. Oh, tuppence, thruppence. Oh, whoppence. Thruppence. It's whoppence. Whoppence. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. yeah. Whoppence, yeah. Whoppence of mass destruction. Yeah. That's, okay. pro- that's what they should have been looking for. That's why, they, that's why they didn't find them. Another day. There was weapons of mass destruction <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Because. But there was no weapons of no, mass destruction <laughs> anywhere. No, they couldn't. Yeah. So they could find loads of weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> but the, no one would understand what that is. <laughs> no. So they didn't report it. No, so they went, we'll look for weapons. There aren't any. Yeah. Bomb them anyway. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> so um, did you notice anything interesting about my headlines? Uh, no, I thought you delivered them perfectly. Like they were just falling off the paper for you. Good. Just thought I'd check. So my <laughs> new story is um, from BBC. Ah, and this is a festive... Good, thank you. British. A nice, positive, festive story. Uh, you mm-hmm. may have heard it. It was a big big story for a day or so. Okay. Uh, this is the headline. Doncaster surgery sends cancer text instead of festive message. <laughs> What's cancer text? Is that like a, some sort of um, font? Not exactly. No, okay. no, no. Not like Helvetica or Comic Sans. Yeah. Uh, a GP surgery accidentally told patients they had aggressive lung cancer in, <laughs> instead of wishing oh them a God, Merry Christmas. So bad. So here's the message. Here's the text message, right? From oh, NHS fuck. No right, Reply. So just, my phone's just gone. Beep, beep. Oh, yeah. Chris. Oh, it's the doctors. From the forwarded letters at CMP. GP surgery has asked for you to do a DS1500 for the above patient. Diagnosis: aggressive lung cancer with metastases. Thanks. No thanks. Re- <laughs> thanks. Why did put thanks in it? Good luck. Surely it would be better. <laughs> Please do not reply. Yeah, yeah. And that, it does actually say that afterwards, but you oh, laughed over no. me. So, and then uh, about an hour later, uh, an hour. <laughs> so for an hour, you think you've got aggressive lung cancer with metastases? Ah, oh, it's the worst kind. Ma- me- metast. That's right. Metastases. An hour later, they sent this. Please accept our sincere apologies for the previous text message sent. This has been sent in error. Our message to you should have read, we wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. (laughs) (laughs) That's quite a (laughs) mix-up. Yeah. Asker and medical practice in Doncaster yeah. sent the text oh, PS, message. The cancer bit was right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just keep going back and forth constantly. <laughs> oh, it's awful. Oh. Absolutely awful. So uh, it was that was on the twenty third of December. So Merry Christmas. Right. You're fucked. Incredible. Sarah Hargreaves, who was waiting for medical test results, said she broke down when she received the text, only to be told later told it was an error. The group which runs the surgery said nobody was available for comment. <laughs> Oh, interesting. Imagine it. Imagine the conversations going on. Here, love. Oh, my God. You know that colonoscopy I had the other day? <laughs> they it discovered lung cancer. Aggressive lung cancer. How far <laughs> did they go? Yeah, you know that lump on me toe? Turns out. <laughs> it's lung cancer. Lung cancer. Oh, no. Oh, the worst. You know, I had a I get, feeling. I had a feeling. Yeah, you know, I kept scratching me eye. I don't know why I'm Scottish. I just moved to Doncaster. But it's lung cancer. Fucking hell. Can you believe it? <laughs> You know, I went about me and my bald head. <laughs> my the... bald head, yeah. He's, yeah. he's fucking lung cancer, Sorry, you went it? to the doctors about your bald head. <laughs> <laughs> what? Of course. What would you do? All right, well, how can I help you? Uh, hello, this please. <laughs> Look at the state of it. Yeah. I had full head of hair yesterday. Ridiculous. So awful that, that would, they'd do that to people. Um, the centre has almost 8,000 patients. <laughs> 8,000 people in Doncaster receive that SMS. Oh, mate. Are they going to get some... Is there come comeback on this? Well, I mean, it's we're laughing about it now, but 
you know, out of those eight thousand people, you never know what one vulnerable people are in I mean, there. Yeah, Someone might be severely depressed. They say one in two, don't uh, they? So some some of those people what? will have aggressive lung cancer. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> but we won't. You won't Is know that which what ones. they were doing? They were like, "Oh, we really don't know. We lost the results." We'll just so tell them all. If we tell them all, <laughs> at least yeah, yeah. one out of eight thousand or whatever, we'll be like, "Oh shit! Thank yeah. God for telling you." Yeah. Uh, no, probably not. The first test. <laughs> so, that, so those maybe that one or two people that out of the eight thousand that does did have aggressive lung cancer. They got the message saying, "You've got lung cancer." Then they got a message saying, "You don't." Sorry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And then the other one saying. Oh, but by the way, you do have oh, lung cancer. Mr. Parker, oh, you were the one we <laughs> intended to contact. You're all over the place. <laughs> I think probably best to email. Uh, yeah. Here's a Carl Chegwin. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Carl Chegwin, no. An- another of the surgery's users, who, along with his mother, received the text, said he was left upset by the out-of-the-blue message, which was enough to break someone. Again, we're laughing, but it's really fucking dark. We're laughing because he's called Carl Chegwin, yeah. mainly. The first thing I thought was, is this some kind of sick joke? Mr. Chegwin said, Cheggers. Mr. K. Chegwin. Mr. C. Chegwin. It's Carl with a C this oh, time. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> Mr. K. Chegwin. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that, that, <laughs> that's that story. That's the highlight for me out of that whole thing is Carl Chegwin. Cheggers. Cheggers. Cheggers loves Lancaster. His mates definitely call him Cheggers. Yeah. Oh, do you hear about Paul Cheggers? Oh, he's he's, he's, he's got aggressive luck. No, he hasn't. He's stuffed. No, happy no. Christmas. No, Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's awful. And there's your news. Uh, thanks for listening with uh, me, Harry. And me, Megan. Yeah. Megan. Yeah. Uh, that's new. Okay, good. Oh. We should talk we should. It's about been a while. the World yeah, Cup. Fair enough. When did yeah, it actually finish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The 18th of December. 18th of December. The final. That World Cup final... It blew my ruddy bloody socks off. <laughs> Did it? I think that might have been the greatest football game I've ever seen. Really? of all time. What do you think? Uh, it's hard to say because I wasn't watching it fully. I was. I had other things going on, so I couldn't fully commit to it. Washing your balls. What's no, more important? Welcome well, final. I just had people round. Just had uh, people round. I see. So, yeah, I mean, I thought it was excellent. <laughs> Have you ever re-watched a football game? Like no. sat down and watched 90 no. minutes? No. No. That's probably... Uh, the only one I'd be tempted to watch is that. Is it was like uh, it was like a movie script. It was ridiculous. It was like, you know, there's, there's loads of packed full of cliches in those sports movies. Mighty Ducks or whatever. Where's the underdog versus the big dog? That's obviously not the case in World Cup Final. They're two of the best mm, teams in the world. Two big dogs. Um, but it was almost like how those underdog versus big dog cliche games turn out, mm. you know? Mm. And it was just extraordinary. Well, Absolutely you enjoyed extraordinary. It. Did you, are you happy that uh, Messi won the World Cup? <laughs> and and his mates. And yeah. Yeah, no, sorry, yeah, all of them, but it's, it's particularly him. I'm extremely happy. Uh, you know, everyone always, you have to throw Ronaldo in the mix every time you talk about Messi, yeah. and I just don't think that's necessary. Uh, so it was really nice to just see a candidate for the greatest player of all time yeah. uh, put himself even more in the driving seat there, I suppose. And yeah. What an incredible way to round up his career. He's not retired, but ah, unreal. Do you think unreal. that, I mean, I don't want to ask this because I feel like everyone's asking this question. Do you think that cements his position as the greatest goat <laughs> herder <laughs> of all time? I think when we talk about these things, we have to first say that it's purely my opinion because it's just too difficult to say. Yeah. There's no, there's no like, uh, clinical diagnosis of we've done all this scientific research and this person is because it's too it's it's qualitative and quantitative right yeah 
everyone always focuses on the quantitative of all the stats and overanalyzing all the stats. Um, so this is my opinion. Yeah, it's basically my favorite one, right? Okay, and it's pretty much it's not even necessarily based on the World Cup, although that definitely puts him in a more of an elite club than he was before. Yeah, it's just because there's so much um, dignity and humbleness and professionalism to to him. I'm sure, I'm sure he's a sport brat like most fucking yeah, rich footballers say, are. Do you think? But in comparison to Ronaldo, I find it very difficult to enjoy Ronaldo's football in his later years better... because of how difficult he has been as a person. Yeah. I think. Who do you think has got a better sense of humour? Um, I don't. I think it's I... almost like saying uh, an old banana skin or a stick chewed by a dog. Which one's got a better sense of humour? I don't know. I don't think it is like that, is it? <laughs> what? <laughs> If it is, I don't Sense get it. Sense of humour. Probably. I mean, pro- I mean, who would you rather go down the pub with? Messi. Would you? Yeah. Because he'd definitely get the Because I feel in. like he still lives on planet Earth, you know? No, he definitely does. <laughs> yeah, he definitely does. Yeah. Um, I, I like the little um, I like the little dressing gown they gave him to lift the cup. Oh, that really annoyed me. Because <laughs> you couldn't see his shirt. That guy who gave it to him is the Emir of Qatar, right? Right. Now, in what other World Cup that you've seen has some creepy country leader, unelected creep man who hates women and everyone else who isn't Qatari or Arab, right? Yeah. Just decide to put on some cultural dress onto the captain of the World Cup winning yeah. team just before their big moment. What would ha- Fuck off. Yeah, Take what- that stupid thing away. But what would have happened if Messi went, no, I'm not wearing it? I would have loved w- it if he did. They wouldn't have been able to do anything. No, they wouldn't. That would have been so much better. He just won the World Cup. Be- I-, I was annoyed. I was like, why did Messi put it on? And then... W- Shortly after he lifted up the trophy, he was like, get this thing off me. Yeah. So I guess he, he sort of drank the Kool-Aid. Or and what about the little beef fella? Did you like... Excuse me? You know the, <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the steak guy? He was a... What are you talking about? <laughs> no, have you the seen the little beef fella? <laughs> the little man who would puts the, see, the salt on the beef. Oh, Salt Bay was yeah. on the pitch. Yeah. Annoying. The little beef man. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, know what, you know who I mean. Uh, well, now. Now you do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, and he was just, they weren't having any of it. But aren't... Uh, How did he even get on there? Is he Argentinian? No, he's Turkish. <laughs> What's, I think what he's Turkish. I don't get it. I, I heard that somebody, whether it's FIFA or otherwise, <laughs> are investigating how he had such access to the pitch because it's a very protected thing in, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. those big finals. Yeah. Very strange. Your thoughts then? I've been answering all the questions. Your thoughts on, on, on uh, Messi winning, Argentina winning, who's the GOAT? I think for for Messi fans and maybe just football fans, I think it caps off ni- nicely his career. Mm. Uh, Probably s- the greatest swan song of all time. Yeah, greatest sporting swan song. I, I, can I think really of. would, if it's properly. I mean, he should retire. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's up to him. Yeah. Um, he probably needs the money. Yeah, definitely. Uh, no, I think yeah, it was it was almost a bit fairy tale. Him winning it, and when it was Argentina in the final, I kind of was like, "Yeah, I probably would." Ru-. And also, I didn't want, I don't want France to win it. You can't let a nation win back-to-back World no, Cups. No, that's not allowed. You'd never hear the end of it, no, would you? Mbappe no. winning back-to-back World Cups at the age of what, twenty-four? No, not or in less. Tr- no, thank you. No, uh. thank you. So yeah, let the old boy have it. Um, <laughs> so he's now got two Player of the Tournament awards at World Cups as well. It's quite good. Twenty fourteen. He is quite a good player it's quite good yeah, yeah. he's all right no he? i did enjoy the whole spectacle of the world cup i thought there was some um wonderful football matches in there some upsets the second uh, half of the group stage 
it was probably the most exciting sort of week of football I've yeah. ever witnessed. The, the problem is, is that when you start saying, oh, the World Cup was really good, is that like Qatar will try to take credit for that. It's that's like, what no, we no, come that's to just, now. that's just where it was. <laughs> like, it was the football that did it. We talked about it a lot beforehand, and I think I particularly, as I do, I pined, I shot my mouth off. You shot your load early, mm, didn't you? Yeah. Now we're scrabbling around, scraping up your load. Yeah, mopping. <laughs> with bare hands and no trousers. And what? <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, yes, yeah, it, 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 enjoying, I, I, I managed to separate in my mind enjoying the football from being wound up in the controversy, which I still feel the same about. Yeah. So, yeah. But good football, though. Good football show. Unreal. Unreal. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? Well, uh, I guess one of the big football stories is Ronaldo moving to Al Nasser. Al Nasir? Yes. Al Nasser. How do you say that? Al Nasser. Al Nasser. Two S's I and an R. Two S's and an R. Al Nasser. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, no, not to be confused with, um, as the Americans say, our NASA. No. <laughs> which is their NASA. Yeah. It's like it's like how... Uh, oh, he's moved to our NASA. Our NASA, isn't he? Yes. He's working up rocket on our oh, NASA. He's got playing football up moon. In orbit. Yes. Uh, at ISS. Oh, you know, you know uh, young Jimmy, he's gone, to work, he's gone to work with our NASA. On our moon. Yeah. Our... <laughs> no, it's not that one. It's our... Big Al Nasser. Big Al Nasser. <laughs> hey, kids, it's hey, me. Big Al Nasser. <laughs> I pay a lot and it's hot here. Yes, and no one watches it. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of quality of football is he going to be playing there? Seriously, what, what's a I comparative Listen, league? Uh, both sides of the coins, okay? Let's let's look at it like this. People say, oh, he's, go- he's gone for the money. No one watches it. It's a joke league. But... That hap- has happened to a lot of great footballers over the years. Players have gone to America. Beckham went early, mm-hmm. uh, early 30s. Lampard, Gerard went to America. A lot of players have gone to play in China. And maybe he's getting a bit a bit of unfair stick for I th- it. I, maybe it's unfair. But also, I think he has talked himself big in a way that sort of um, younger than his years. Mm. And so people were probably, he created an expectation that people would put on him that he would then go to another big European club yeah. and carry on scoring goals in the Champions League because of the way that he sort of spoke about yeah. his career. And didn't a few months ago... So I think ago, that's probably why, in a way, he sort of made his bed and sleeping in it. Wasn't now. there a time not so long ago where he had an interview with Piers Morgan, not that interview, but maybe another one, saying that he wouldn't go to Saudi Arabia? I don't know about that. I think, I think they were, or the Middle East, or something, yeah. So... I'm pretty sure. It was a very inglorious exit from the Premier League, from the World Cup. Like, yeah, it's it's a shame. He hasn't done himself any favours in the latter end of his career. He could have uh, behaved with a bit more dignity. We're only getting one side of it, though. We don't know what's happening in the innards of these football clubs. I don't know about his innards. No, I don't know, but his outards, not good. (laughs) (laughs) No, his outards, actually, lovely, lovely. I think his neck's a bit too long. Fair enough. That's just my opinion. Well, that's uh, yeah, we've talked about the World Cup. We've talked about Ronaldo, Ronaldo's neck, mm-hmm. his outer, too his much, innards. Too much neck. Um, yeah, lovely stuff. Anything you want to talk about? Talk about the reason why we're stopping. So we got a uh, another project in the wings, haven't we? An idea, yeah, creative idea with uh, to to do something more written, more scripted. Yes, because. Believe it or not, <laughs> this podcast is not that scripted. Let's just say we run I, off of notes. That's really hard to believe, I know. <laughs> uh, but uh, And we, we want to try and write a comedy. 
we want, we want to, try. to we have a concept and uh, like a what would you like a sick not a sitcom a situation comedy it is yeah. a sitcom i guess so we're in touch with some um comedy writers and uh, that we're going to get them to do it <laughs> yes, yes, pay them, really. And just put our names on it. Yeah. So then if it's rubbish, don't blame us. <laughs> but we might we might maybe do some like trial runs and clips of it and stuff, perhaps, that w- that could go up and we'll share. Some skits and sketches mm. round-the-back productions. Well, everyone that does a podcast now, I don't know if you've noticed this, yeah. has a, uh, like, a, turns it into a, like a mini production company. Yeah. So, so we should, we just have to do it then. RTBP. That's it. So keep an eye out for round the back. Keep following on the um, all the socials. All the socials. And mate. we can thank uh, John Barnes as well, of course, for uh, the inspiration for our name from all those years ago. Yeah. Uh, remind you that uh, the name round the back came from the John Barnes rap in uh, World in Motion for the World Cup 1990 England song. That's where that came from. So thank you, John Barnes. Uh, anyone else you want to thank? Not really, no. I think we should I'd get like on with I'd like to thank the... you. Okay. Oh, I see you were digging for that. I'm sorry. No, no, I wasn't. No. <laughs> I'd like to thank you for all your hard work. Um, Joe does the lion's share of the technical. He does all of the technical, all of the technical stuff. Yeah. Uh, so everything you hear when it's crisp and sound and snappy, <laughs> uh, that's that's Joe's work. Thank so, you. And thank also you. he lets us do it in his... Um, in his home, which is handy, because I don't have a studio in my home. Or a home. I've got a garage, but that wouldn't work. It's full of crap. You've got a van, two vans. We could, do it in the va- we could do it in a van each. We should do a van episode at some point, absolutely. In a van each, remotely, yeah, I like that. Um, well, thank you, Dave, for your... Uh, like, you are a fantastic comedian on the spot. Well, come on. I often have, I'm playing catch up with your, your sharpness, your quickness. Oh, don't. With the quips. Please. Oh, don't. And the characters. Oh, please. And the voices. Oh, don't. That aren't you. They're actually the real people. But, <laughs> exactly. you know, yeah, yeah. No, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Season two, I think, has been really good. Season one was great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not slagging that off at all. That was wonderful. Yeah, it has been through an evolution, a slow. That's, evolution is slow, isn't it? Not revolution. That's the wheels. And uh, when, well, I think well, I listened back to season one, episode one, a long time ago. And I was like, whoa, like it's, the tone is very different. And it's really fascinating. Yeah. Um, We've come on leaps and bounds. We're really good at this now. <laughs> and that's why we're stopping. That's why, yeah. Quit where you're at. <laughs> exactly. Are you listening, Messi? Yeah. So don't worry. You'll get season three within the next uh, five to seven years. Yeah. Yeah. So keep your ears to the ground. <laughs> keep both ears to the ground. Like David Beckham said, keep <laughs> and, both uh, ears to the ground. And thank you all for listening. So I think what uh, we're going to do now is um, play a, a series of really heartfelt, beautiful thank you messages that we've received from uh, some of our, you know, professional colleagues in the football realm. Yeah. Um, some former professionals, some managers, and just some sort of friends of the show. Con- contributors. Contributors, yeah. And maybe we'll play that, and then we'll just play the um, end theme music. So while they're all crying listening to that, yeah, yeah. we can just quietly disappear into the just, yeah the internet. It, that's <laughs> where I want to go when I die. <laughs> but I'm not dying, so... Inside. All right, bye, guys. Bye. Bye, see ya. <laughs> hey, John, Dave, it's your old balder Galt. Uh, look, so sorry if I uh, if I called you guys last night. We're on a wild, mad, wicked tear with uh, Klaus Jan Huntelaar of uh, Schalke fame, and uh, yeah, we hit some some cool spots. Dropped a couple of tabs. You should uh, you should call him. He's a pretty cool guy. Um, yeah, single life is okay. Uh, it's not quite as desperate as before, but uh, 
That clog trick uh, is not as fun by yourself. Uh, you believe me now if you try it. Um, anyway, um, enough about me. Um, Merry Christmas, guys. Uh, have a great time. Uh, Happy New Year. And, uh, and, and here's to, uh, to a better 2023 uh, for Dirk out. So um, anyway, uh, lots of love from the cult. Um, singular now. Well, boys, how are you going? It's uh, it's Johnny here. Oh, I tell you, boy, just still recovering from the hangover. Uh, Christmas, New Year's, we do it big at home, like so. I get it straight out of the way, boys. As I'm sure you are watching the World Cup, uh, I was listening to a bit of coverage that you were doing. There wasn't really a mention of me at all. I understand you were probably feeling the same that I was shocked, in a word, that I wasn't there. Speaking to the gaffer, like, uh, there's a bit of confusion uh, as to my presence there. It seemed nobody had booked tickets uh, and there was no training camp set up and all that there. I don't know why exactly. I mean, I, you know, it's the World Cup. Everybody's there. So I had to make my own way there, in fact. And, but a problem at the airport. Um, I had arrived with a wee knife in my pocket. I, as you know, like I, I, I cut the, the oranges at halftime for the boys um, whilst they're all having a wee talk in the, in, at the halftime. And it's my job to cut the oranges. Um, and, and they found the wee knife, obviously, do you know, forgot it was there, my bad, it's just part of me, my kit bag, it's just in there all the time, it was that and the, the, the four and a half tons of oranges that I brought with me um, as well, just for, for the whole, you know, for the whole time that you're going to be there, there's lots a lot of oranges, like, uh, so, yeah, ended up not being able to, to, to go, but they're lost, boys, do you know, I'm not better about it, um, it's only because you mentioned it, um, that I'm talking about it, do you know what I mean? So um, it actually worked out well because uh, we have a wee Christmas tradition over here in Northern Ireland. Uh, it's, it's a place of great culture. It's called Chris Tingle. And what you do is you get an orange and you get a wee ribbon around it, uh, a wee red ribbon that's that represents the blood of Christ. And then you get loads of wee bits of Haribo and then you stick the Haribo onto um, little uh, cocktail sticks. And then you stick the cocktail sticks, four of them, into an orange and that's that's all the creatures in the world and the orange is the earth obviously and then there's a wee candle on top that's the light of god right but then you have to put a wee bit of tin foil uh, around the the base of the candle that's purely functional that doesn't mean anything that's not like jesus's head or something out there but uh, anyway so i made uh, i made 35 and a half thousand uh chris tingles so if you're looking any for next year as well i'm your man got a wee business going here at the minute selling them giving some away so yeah, if he's needing anything like that, boys, or just oranges, um, or Haribo, I've got uh, a wee bit left over. Like, but anyway, uh, yes, lads, right. Um, I'll I'll not keep you too long here. Good luck and happy New Year to you all, and um, and keep it lit, boys. All the best. Hello around the back. Yes, it's a me, Gigi Buffon, your number one fan. Wishing you congratulations for finishing your season two. Uh, hoping to see and to hear a season three. Now, I have made three special flavour crisps just for you. Uh, the three seasons of the year. Hot, cold and rain. The hot flavour is... The famous Italian arata arabiata sauce. The tomato di chili. Very hot. The cold season flavour is gelato. Eh? Or as you say in the English, ice cream. And the rain season. My least favourite season is a well-first water-flavoured crisps. The name for this. Very special. H2. Okay. Thank you, please. Yes. 
I hope you like. I make them just for you. Congratulations on the new year, Andy. Back of season three. Swimming. Speak soon. Bye. Hello, round the back. It's me, Sean Dyche. Congratulations for finishing season two. Being associated with your podcast, Round the Back, has been the greatest experience of my life and the greatest achievement of my life. Like my favourite player, Joey Barton, used to say, if you want to achieve anything in life, you have to stub out a few cigars in people's eyes. Good luck to you for season three. Hello, my, <clears throat> Hello, my loves. It's me, Pauline, favourite dinner lady. I just wanted to congratulate you guys on doing your number two. No, 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 not doing a number two, series two. Yeah, series two, please. Not season two, all this season nonsense. We're not American, we're British. Yeah, it's petrol, not gas. It's rubbish, not garbage. It's lift, not elevator. You know, you can keep James Corden fine. But listen, well done, guys. Keep it up. Thank you for Series 2. Not Season 2. No, thank you. Series 3. Yes, please. Hello, round the back. Yes, it's us. Dexter Filibuster Standard Ponsonby. Wendell Crimea Spanks Ponsonby. Congratulations on completing season two. And we look forward to that tricky third CSEA. Very easy to get wrong and fail miserably. Some may say stop now. We would advise more ads and product placement. From your favourite public announcer. The Ponsonby Brothers. That's me, Legoland Windsor Hotel and Safari Ponsonby. And me, triplet titty cum soil daddy Ponsonby. Good day. It's Lionel Messi here. I took some time out of my busy schedule celebrating the World Cup victory to wish you, my favourite podcast, a happy 2023 and congratulations on finishing season two. I love you. Bye. Hello there. This is uh, Jerry. I'm former Arsenal mascot, Ganosaurus. I was asked to give you a call about season two, I think, of your podcast. Um, unfortunately, I uh, don't have much to say, as I haven't listened for some time. Um, I had a terrible boating accident, and unfortunately, um, lost both my ears. Anyway, um, thank you.